This is the JPXE Podcast, a show about the best movies and TV out there. All right, everybody. Welcome to Cine Chat Week 2, uh, Episode 2 Podcast. And today, I told you guys I'd be covering one thing and one thing only. We're going to be talking about my top 25 favorite films of all time. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be pretty brief about this because there are quite a few films here on this list. And it will be a lot to process. So basically, we're going to start at 25 today, get down to one. And you guys can let me know. Just reach out to me on my social media about what films you agree with on this list and which ones you think are just awful and I have bad taste in films. Everyone can have their own opinion. This one is just mine. Okay, some of these films will be a repeat of last week because some of the films I saw for the first time in 2023 are in my top 25 films of all time. And that really shocked me because there are quite a few actually. I think three or four actually. So we're gonna start at number 25, Escape Room. This is a movie I saw for the first time in theaters and typically I don't see movies that I don't know much about for the first time in theaters. And this film really impressed me. Just overall the visuals, the escape rooms, the plot. I'm a huge fan of Saw. Actually, I think I saw Escape Room before Saw, yeah. So I was just a big fan of the plot and I like the suspense. And the ending kind of sucked, but it's just something, it's a film that I have, has a special place in my heart. Number 24, Chicken Run. This is a movie that I grew up with, and it built the foundation of my love for stop motion and the appreciation for that type of artistic creation, creation in cinema. And it's just so impressive that everything is made hand by hand, and that... Every single second is a picture taken. Like on a camera, it does the same thing, but you're taking so many like frames per second. This is you're taking one shot, and you keep moving these characters to make them look like they're moving in real life, which is impressive. Number twenty-three, Fight Club. This I'm gonna stay stay really brief about this. Fight Club saw for the first time in 2023. Love the plot, love the plot twists, love the characters. With Gremlins. Gremlins is a film I've grown up with. My dad showed me it when I was really young. And it's a film that has stayed with me. I just love the little green monsters. I actually have, like, I think a prop replica um, now. And it's like a puppet. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I get to keep that and, like, you know, just be fascinated with the whole filmmaking process behind that and but under that actually is fantastic mr fox another stop motion film this time the wes anderson i love how wes anderson treats the framing of cinema like a painter does a canvas and i just think every shot is so beautiful and it's centered and everything's so perfect and it's the first film that really made me appreciate wes anderson and of course it's stop motion so it's even it makes it that much better the next two go hand in hand, so I'm just going to say them back to back. 
two of them both being Harry Potter films. The lower, I mean the worst one of the two, but still my top 25 is Deadly Hallows Part 2, and right ahead of that is Goblet of Fire. Personal opinion, I love both these films. I know it's, they're both really not in many people's top two of the Harry Potter films, but they are in mine. Just because I'm a very competitive person, and I, that's why I'm a huge fan of Goblet of Fire for the competitions and everything like that. But in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2, I just love how everything wrapped up pretty beautifully. Um, I feel like it was the beginning of what Avengers Infinity War and Endgame tried to do. And I just think that it was it was like chef's, chef's kiss. Then before that, we have Saw. Saw was a better escape room. I think, I mean, escape room as a whole, I think, just visually and the rooms, everything was so much cooler than Saw. But I think as a story, Saw just was there and it had that plot twist at the end when you're like wow i just watched that wow that was amazing and if you haven't seen saw the first one's not too bad the rest are pretty gory first one is pretty straightforward not too bad actually like i feel like it works as a solo film and honestly it's just you have to watch the plot twist it's one of the best plot twists of all time look it up plenty of youtube channels even agree with me in there so then then ahead of that, we have 21 Jump Street. I think that's the highest I have a comedy on this list. I think. 21 Jump Street just really hits home. Everything's funny. Like, and it's, it's, it's hard to have those films that you can watch over and over and over and still get a laugh out of it. And I feel like 21 Jump Street does that for me. And actually, it's not the highest. It's the second highest comedy on this list, I believe. Uh, yes. But ahead of that... We're going to have Avengers Infinity War. Talked about it earlier. I feel like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 kind of built the foundation for what this film could be. And I know like there's comics and stuff, but I feel like just the way everything was like crafted and like built up in such a way, I feel like you can't tell me the Rooster Brothers or anyone to have any inspiration from other franchises, including Harry Potter. I just feel like it, it's one of the only ones that really nailed that finale and just had a really long lasting impact. And then the next two are gonna go hand in hand, Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is another film I saw in 2023 for the first time. And then we got the original Hunger Games. Both films, it was a toss up. I mean, honestly, the original Hunger Games is obviously better. I just, it's the original, you can't beat it. I mean, in some cases you can. Um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is a prequel, and the fact that it's this high on my list, and I think it's the only prequel, it's just imp it's so impressive, because I honestly had my doubts going into that film, and when I first watched it, I wasn't a huge fan, but it grew, and it's a film that I, out of this list, can probably almost rewatch the most, which is actually quite impressive. The original Karate Kid is a classic, like, oh man, Daniel LaRusso is just such a fun character to follow. And the whole story, the music, just, it's a typical 80s nostalgia film. And I feel like it's just a fun, fun film. And if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Get off this podcast and go watch it and come back and tell me what you think. Thank you. You're welcome. Next up, we have Bridge to Terabithia. I have to say, I was very, very impressed by watching this film. And in 2023, which I did see it once again for the first time. Such a sad, gut-punching gut film. Gotta watch it. Then, we have The Suicide Squad. 
I am not a DC person. I was always a Marvel person. But DC got James Gunn. They stole the guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy and brought him to the, to the DC universe. Now I think he's the head of it too. But he just he's so good. The Suicide Squad takes everything that happens in Guardians of the Galaxy, highlights it for the better, brings these fun characters together, and just has a whole lot of fun being a rated R like film for DC. Which I know there's there's not many rated R superhero films, and it's just so good. And if you haven't watched it, the original Suicide Squad is rough, but the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, is so good. It's so rewatchable. I die every time watching that film. Then we have the Titanic, classic film. If you don't include the Titanic in your top 25, do you really watch movies? It's just so well-rounded. It's maybe three hours, but it does not feel like that. It's such a tragic story and it's got so many different elements of cinema in there and it's so good. Next we have Us. Us is a classic, or it's going to be. Jordan Peele knows what he's doing. Uh, just amazing. He's literally my favorite horror, I think, director of all time. And that's coming from a lot of horror movies that I've watched. He's just so good. Like, he can perfect the craft of having this abnormal plot in horror, but not making it unworthy of that plot, if that makes sense. Basically, he's able to manage this giant skeptical of a plot and managed to still have a satisfying ending for it well i feel like a lot of horror films they're very lackluster and they have this act that, that makes you like oh wow like this is awesome but then they just completely fall off the second act and jordan peele doesn't do that doesn't do that with us great film next up gonna jump right over it just catching fire of hunger games another hunger games film you can tell i'm a fan it beats the original, and that's impressive. And I will s stay with that until I die. I think it's better than the original. Cinematography-wise, everything. Just amazing. And now, we're in dangerous territory, top seven. This is controversial. Um, Back to the Future. I honestly think it's a better film than like all these films that are in my top like six. But when I get to this high on my list, I have to think about other outside factors. I think it's a better film. But this isn't what film is better. It's my favorite film. Like what film do, is that? What film is going to have that title? And when I think about that, I think about rewatchability. And Back to the Future, while it's rewatchable, I've seen the other ones just much more. So it goes Back to the Future. Such a good film. Such a good film. You haven't seen it? Honestly, out of all of them on the list, it's the the most honored film. Like you have to watch it. Like that's just a live or die film. You have if you haven't seen Back to the Future, that's like gotta be on your bucket list. For sure. Then we got the Maze Runner. I think I'm biased because I love action movies. Just love the whole environment. And I'm a, I was a runner, and I still am. And just seeing that be implemented in such a pivotal plot with suspense and dystopian feel especially since i wasn't big into the hunger games i just love it top four top five Ooh. me earl and the dying girl man this movie this movie's tough and it's sad all around such such a good film 
And then, next up, we have Super Bad. Super Bad, I have to say, it's my favorite combo name of all time. Literally, every moment is rewatchable. McLovin jokes. I would get a t-shirt wearing that and walk around my school. It's just so funny. So funny. Gotta watch it. Then top three. Get out. Get out. Jordan Peele's, in my opinion, favorite and best film. He, you can tell he was passionate about this, this plot and concept. And I just think that while it handles a very broad topic, I think it handles it well. Number two, Coraline. Coraline, stop motion. It's the best stop motion film I've ever seen. It does so much for the concept of stop motion, and I think it really highlighted that genre of film again and made it start popping out more and more. And it's just so original, so creative, and it's the plot is just so good. Like, there's not a single beat that I feel like falls off, and I feel it's just perfect. Number one, The Goonies. This is a movie that I've watched for years. And it's just one I grew up with. So you can't really be mad about it because I've rewatched it probably a hundred times. And I just always thought of this idea to have like an adventure like this film. Such a good film. All right, that is all today, everyone. I hope you had fun at the podcast. Come back next week where we're going to meet my guest speaker and talk about his favorite films. And we're going to see which one we agree on is the best stay with us thank you for tuning in this week for the podcast i will see you guys all next week